I hear anything in here? Hello. The other day I had to talk really freaking loud into this thing, so. And I noticed most podcasts, I have to turn them up all the way to here. Because I feel like the closer the better. I wonder if I could. I'll get right up in it. Basically, I think I can hear us, but I hate wearing those because there's an echo. So, one more time. Welcome to the show. Um, Juju. It's been a while. Fuck. I, I fucking traded Juju. That's the problem. I don't even have him on my fantasy team anymore. I know, and I'm so grateful that I have Juju Johnson. Shout out. Give mm. me those points, boy. You have Juju? I do. Juju Smith Schuster? Or Juju check. Johnson. Is there two Jujus? I thought that was kind of a unique name. Yeah, wait, no, my guy's name is Jawan Johnson. Oh, Jawan. I keep forgetting him. What did I call him to this morning? Jojo Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> Jojo Siwa. Jojo. I got. Um, I just drafted Jojo, Jojo Siwa for my fucking fantasy team. Do it. I bet you something will happen there. Big points, big points. Right now, I'm like, what? Uh, oh, Juju. <laughs> I love it. First beep of the day. <laughs> no, I just need the microphone. Yeah, should we be closer? Closer. Okay, cool. All right. <laughs> Welcome to. The- <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. <I'm> so <laughs> well, I haven't been smoking a lot of weed. Is the problem? <laughs> okay, let's go back to the original. The OG script. Yeah. See what we had there. Um, this is like gonna be a Halloween-based one. Even though Halloween's a little, little bit of ways, but Halloween and more. Because every Halloween, our friend Juju likes to host a party where somebody gets killed and we all get to play a game about who's the fucking killer and how they did it. And like, it's called Juju's Murder Mystery. And then the. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for To clarify, no one actually dies in real life. <laughs> It is, in fact, I don't kill off one of my friends every year, though that honestly no, seems like... No, we somebody from the street. <laughs> <laughs> we just access... This is going to be a way too far of a joke, but I'm just going to go for it anyways. We just look at who filed a fucking... What are those things called? Compassionate suicide. <laughs> oh, a maid. And then, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then we just pick from there. Okay. Everybody wins. Pick just kidding. That's, That's a joke see. as well. Well, think about it, though. That's, like, a friendly way to go about the purge. Yeah, (laughs) really? People who have, like, a hunger to kill go to this place where people want to be killed, and then you just, boom, you do it how they want it done. You get to choose your weapon. (laughs) (laughs) Choose your weapon. And then it's, like, how many rounds can you do? And then it's, like, somebody chooses their weapon, somebody chooses, like, their mode of death, and you just, like, get matched up, and you're, like, hey, and you shake hands and enter the fucking coliseum. Don't ask any names. You each get like a whistle if you're to let them know when you're ready, and then you'll start like walking towards each other. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, oh we should run god. society. <laughs> <coughs> Need some water after that. That was wild. <laughs> um, I don't know where my brain was going there. A little bit much, but anyways, Juju's murder mystery is pretty fucking rocking. It's we party, we drink. We, we have a good investigate. time. We investigate. We eat. We dress up. So, yeah. um, I mean, Juju, <laughs> I want to have you on the show to talk to people about that because I think it's super cool and I want to know, like, what made you want to do it and what's your highlights of it and some of the other, like, lowlights of it because it's a big thing, actually. It is a big thing. <laughs> I think that's the number one misconception. People are like, oh, you just put together, like, a little party. That's fun. And I'm like... This is my life, and don't disrespect me if that cavalier tone, you know what I mean? Like, so, okay, I'll go back, I'll go back to the first question. Um, I have a superiority complex about a lot of things, this is one of them, just for a disclaimer. Um, But yeah, what got me wanting to do a murder mystery? I honestly don't know, I'm, like, even in my professional career, I really enjoy project management, that's just something I really like, I do have a creative side to me. Um, I wouldn't f- consider myself particularly interested in, like, mysteries or murder, particularly. I, maybe I'm I more am. of a mystery yeah. murder fan. Like, I don't honestly. like I true crime. I listen to the true crime podcast and all yeah. that business. Not often anymore. Mostly when I'm bored. Yeah. And then I zone out and I lose track of what's going on. But 
But yeah, like I've yeah, never, I've never fair. watched that. I think for you, it's more the holiday season. You know, that like, is that's oh, the thing. Juju's a very big holiday girl. I love the holidays. Any holiday, Halloween, love. I just love Halloween. I love the spooky. I love everything. But like when I first originally wanted to do it, it wasn't even a Halloween thing. It was just like, like when my first got the idea, I was probably like fourteen or fifteen years old. And I just, like, learned about that the fact that they were just, like, literally a thing. I probably, like, played the Clue board game for the first time. I honestly can't remember. And I was like, oh, my God. Also, I love Hosteen. Hosteen is a great passion of mine. Like, as a child, I would daydream about having my own home where I could bring my friends to and we could do fun stuff. Like, yeah. all the ins and outs of it. So, I learned about this and I started researching it. And I, like, bought, like, books on, like, friggin' Kindle for, like, two bucks. And it was, like, how to do a murder mystery, how to write it. And, um... I was like, someday, like, I kind of figured out, you know, what I need to do, and I was like, someday when I have my own house where I can do this, I'm going to do it, and so I graduated high school, I took some time off, and I traveled, came back, started university, and that fall was my first murder mystery party. It was very low-key, the food was garbage, um, there's only, like, 11 of us there, Oh, but... I was there, that one, right? In the basement? Mm, nope, that no, was that not was my first, first one. one. Yeah, it was when we lived in um, Paget. Yeah, um, but um, yeah, and I had my first one. I was like, "This is great," and then it just kind of took off from there. And I have a f- one of my good friends helps me with writing the story because she's a writer, and it's just a really big thing. I often start almost a year in advance, so I have usually like November, December, a little bit of January off of planning, and then I start planning and I write the script fully from my imagination. I usually borrow themes and concepts and ideas and this like year murder was... this year was peaky blinders themed um yeah. i'm a huge peaky blinders fan as is many people tommy tommy shelby tommy i would sh- climb that man like a fucking tree which is interesting because i cast the tommy shelby character as my partner's little brother so <laughs> i don't know how that makes me feel but anyway he played the role great it was great but um yeah some of the themes i've had over the years first year was like it was set contemporary times, and oh my god, that guy needs to slow down. We have way too good of a, a eyes on the street in this house. I honestly, like to judge people, but I don't know why cops don't park out here. <laughs> yeah, honestly, <laughs> we're like very local, low, low traffic volume road. Anyways, um, <laughs> first year contemporary, and the premise of it was like classic Clue. Um, somebody had already died, and there was an inheritance going, and it was like a huge art collection. So it was, like, um, business people, people from the art world, and then just, like, family members, and they were all kind of disputing over who was going to collect the inheritance. The storyline wasn't that strong, honestly. I planned it in very little time. But um, the storyline was a um, love triangle. So myself, Mm -hmm. my character was married to my partner in the, like, my IRL partner. And so, wait, it wasn't a love triangle. It was... It was a love square, actually, because there was four of us. So we were married, except for I was just, like, a jaded, um, cold housewife. He, we didn't talk, whatever. He was having an affair with one of my other friends who was on our last episode. I don't remember. Chad. Chad. He was having an affair with Chad. Which is kind of ironic. Which is hilarious. Um, <laughs> because they used to, back when we were literally children, because most of us grew up in the same area, they had like a little Small child towns. romance. Yes. And so I love to put them in that type of situation. They're like really close friends, but it's very funny. Chad and my Chad. Because <laughs> yeah. my, my more liberal friends call my partner Chad. Um, but anyways. Um, <laughs> yeah, so there's that. And then the actual kicker, the the... the smoking gun clue if you will was that my partner was not only having an affair with chad but also with what's your code name marge yeah with marge's boyfriend yeah so we had a lovely gay erotic moment and it was really really cute and um anyway so the murder happened they killed i my love partner. that that was so elaborate yeah so much elaboracy yeah so that that's was usually, how it started yeah that's dope i no, I was having a ball this year at the Peaky Blondes themed. Yeah. Yeah, so I went then, from that to, yeah. what was the next year? Also contemporary, but it was like a charity gala event. And oh, then I was a socialist. You were, no, you were not a socialist. <laughs> you were a socialite. Right. Most socialites, socialite. I would probably <laughs> bet, are not socialists. Um, uh, though that would yeah. be kind of epic. Maybe that should be next year. But anyways, that was my <laughs> second one. And then I canceled one because of COVID. 
And then, so I had two years to plan last year's, and it was um, Old West themed, very much inspired by um, Hateful Eight and Red Dead Redemption 2, which are two things I enjoy. And yeah, and that one was very, it was massive, like rented a venue. I had a drag queen do a surprise performance. <laughs> there was like 30 plus people there. It was kind of a fucking disaster. I don't like to, but anyways. And then that brought us to this year and Peaky Blinders themed was it. So it was, it was really successful this year. I actually cried after. I was so happy it, it went well. It was super very micro-engineered. I had actually multiple people who knew the storyline that were attending, and that way we were able to communicate throughout the night using, like, hand signals and, and sneaky little nods here and there to make sure that um, the cues, which is one of my planning tools, play out um, at the right times. So people, like, you know, get the evidence that they need going into the murder and whatnot. So, so yeah, it was great. Everyone had wonderful costumes this year. We had my friend, a makeup artist, came prior, and she did a bunch of our makeup. Um, I went to the hair salon and got my hair done and yeah. cut, so that was fun. Yeah, we go we go balls to the wall. We it's had a bunch like, of food made. We probably made about 45 potatoes. Like, <laughs> Oh, yeah. I think it was 15 pounds oh my of potatoes God. were made. It was, um, yeah, so... Usually they're murder. They're, like, they're always a murder mystery dinner party. Um, this year I did a little bit differently. It was like buffet style, and the reason I like to make it a dinner party is because when you have everyone sitting around the same table, it's a control setting, right? So how it works is everyone gets their character. I'll probably should talk about how it works, hey? Definitely. Okay, yeah. How, what, where, Like the, when, the, the logistics, how. yeah. Yeah, so, we'll go through it. So start planning it. I develop a story, plot, and then I write the characters to, like, based off Which my friend's so personalities. Which is so much fun. I think that's my favorite part yeah. also, maybe. <laughs> I have a lot of favorite parts, but that's one for sure, like getting your character script, because she sends it out, like, the week prior to going. No, attending. way more. Way, way okay, prior to weeks? that. No, okay. like a month or two months. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> this year I was a little late because I had a lot going on, but no, um, that's usually fair. it's at least a month in advance. Yeah. I don't remember last year's, but yeah, this year I just... Last year was maybe two months year, in advance. Two, mo- two months yeah. in advance. I did have a lot of time. I did protect my... Or work on my character. <laughs> it was fun. Lovely. I went to the extremes, actually. Last year it was a fucking whore. And I yeah, ended she up was, fucking it was in a my brothel. partner in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know about that the night of. I paid a lot of money to rent this venue. <laughs> It wasn't for long. We just had a moment, and then we had, to, we had we had a cue. We were missing our cue or something, and I was like, "Fuck that!" Yeah, that's. <laughs> but it was hilarious. hilarious. The, I for, had a ball. For context, it, the the setting <laughs> was a brothel, like a whorehouse in the old west. Yes. So, so go off more about prostitute. like, yeah, how you go about. Where planning. are we planning? planning. It, yeah, and so like so I write. Yeah, and like the fuck. food. Like there's committees for this. Like this. Oh is, yeah, it's a big it's deal. Hardcore, it is hardcore. So when you break it down like this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, so we were on the characters. So I because obviously it's like my close friends, so I know their personalities and um, basically in the beginning of the planning process, we come up with a theme, and then we start to write out uh, the relationships between the characters, and that's kind of what creates the storyline. So each character is kind of like, sometimes it depends. Like this year, you know, if I'm a little angry at somebody, maybe I'll make their character not so fun or maybe a bit of a dickwad or like gets me <laughs> yeah. fun of, um, you know, or if somebody did really good. Like, for example, last year, my partner and Chad were the murderers and they did an excellent job and just really showed up and really did a good job. So I gave them both really prominent roles this year. So, you know, it's based off their past performance as well as, you know, their personality, and I write their characters around that. Then we get to the plot, whatever. So ahead of time, everybody receives an invitation, where the party is going to be, what time, what you need to know, how much money to send me in order to attend, because it does cost a lot of money, and then their character description. So your character description will say, you know, your backstory, your personality traits, and your costume. And it's just like a little write-up. Sometimes they're like, pretty long sometimes they're pretty short it depends it contains information that you know um other people know as well as information maybe like secrets only you know and i'd never differentiate between like you know what you shouldn't tell people or what you should because i don't personally care it just might make it might incriminate you later on so you can just do that at your discretion yeah so that's how it happens prior Mm -hmm. and you get that information and then also this year specifically as well i usually send out it's called chloe's epic guide to murder mystery party it runs through what to expect the before the party, the day of the party, when the murder happens, how to do the investigation, um, 
it also basic how to yeah it's just like a how to guide and then yeah. also usually I would provide like a setting so like you know a quick intro last year was a brothel whorehouse in the old west I was like oh the town of Deadbrook is having its 50th year anniversary celebration for being alive as a town even though it's like it was a struggling town because the mines ran out um the moonshine business had really taken over so just like setting that context people know what they're walking into mm-hmm. this year it was a campaign party for a politician so the invite was like, we invite you to the campaign party of this politician. I made up a funny name for my partner. He was the politician. <laughs> and it was like a guest list was included and like, you know, what to expect. So it's just very much like in character, in role, role play all the way through. So that's kind of what happens before the party. Um, last year, because it was so intense, we had a decorating committee, a setup committee and a food committee. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a friend who has zero interest in acting but loves the party, loves party planning, and is an incredible cook, so she usually caters. Um, so she's in charge of the food committee, and then you basically, if you're attending the party, you sign up for one of the committees and help out. So, like, the decorating committee went and purchased all of the decor, setup committee was there the day of, yada, yada, yada. Pretty mm-hmm. self-explanatory. And, like, yeah, and then there's little things, like, everybody brought their liquor or <laughs> bought it for you and you just had to write your name on it. Yeah, there, yeah, depends on the venue. Like last depends, year, yeah. because we rented a public venue from that's owned by the municipality we live in, mm-hmm. um, I had to get a liquor license, so everyone sent me their liquor order. I used a Google form. I used a lot of Google forms as well to, like, track information and spreadsheets and whatnot. I went and purchased all the liquor, labeled we it. We love Google. But we, I'm a big Google girl. Stan Google, shout Google, out. Google, we love you. I fucking nut for you, Google. And then this year, because it was at a private residence. I was residence, to make it turn on, but it didn't turn what on the google oh hey google i love you i can't feel romantic love but i think you are wonderful (laughs) if the mic didn't pick that up she said i can't feel romantic love but i think you are wonderful and that really hit me different Mm -hmm. um thanks google um but anyways yeah for the liquor this year because it was a private residence everyone just brought their own booze um and put their name on it we have servers and bartenders who are not full characters that serve you and mix your drinks and bring you drinks and take your orders so it was like being at the bar it is like and then you have like a character to play it's basically yeah it's just so much it's very fun it's very fun so that's how that works Mm -hmm. and but not only do you do this like you do this till midnight and then usually us and our group of people we either change costumes or not or stay in your costume and go go party at the bar at the bars yeah that was another reason last year with the renting a venue, yeah. I did not go out after, because I had to clean up, right? So yeah. some people stayed around to clean up, but this year at a private residence, my friend's house, we just fucking went out and got absolutely blasted, and then cleaned up the next day. It was great. Um, mm-hmm. So there's definitely perks, just in order to host as many people as you need, it can be a struggle with, especially because the majority of us are early 20s, most of us students, so none of us have like um, a 2,000 square foot character home. Yeah. So it can be challenging. <laughs> But it was it was we good. So we, we make, make do, do, yeah. My yeah. So this year we mostly took place in the basement of my friend's character home. It is small, but it worked really well. And the setting, uh, Peaky Blinders theme fundraising party. It actually was a speakeasy. So mm-hmm. the front, the top of the house, the main floor, um, was set up as like kind of restaurant style. That was like the restaurant unquote. And we had like chairs and like a spot for speeches. Everybody came in whatever we had some timing issues people were just kind of chilling prior but then the night started out with some uh speeches from our politician and our gang leader you gotta say his name i feel the fun vandercock clayton vandercock yeah (laughs) that won't give away that is a made-up name so it won't give away anything yeah at least vandercock is fine yeah so um (laughs) my partner i named him for usually we keep our own names for the record i just wanted to give it a little bit of a a fictional twist because his name was plastered everywhere and he kind of looked like a fictional character he had big round glasses oh yeah a walking stick a fake cigar that lights up when you turn it on yeah. but yeah his name was so it was like vote vandercock it was it was great because you know his backstory was a little rich boy whatever right so yeah so we all started listening to speeches we grabbed some food and then we transitioned to the speakeasy part of the night which was in the basement so what? we totally decked out this basement every single wall was covered with Dollarama plastic tablecloth. Some were like black, some were like metallic gold. There was fringe. 
We had lots of cool curtains, lots like of a red one, yeah, and a black thrifted one curtains. Yep, mm-hmm. we had lots of like drapery going I on. I got to hammer those into the wall. That was fun. Yes, and we had string lights <laughs> totally covering the ceiling, like you see at weddings and shit. Yeah, that was cool. So that, and we got to gamble. Yeah. So, so my yeah. father is in show business. He has a friend, um, and I rented casino tables from this friend of my dad. And then my dad came and he dealt blackjack the whole night and we had a poker table set up with poker chips as well. So that was like the, you know, um, speakeasy. It was a speakeasy casino. And then there was a performance who... <laughs> yes, and our very own Marge. There was actually her, two. There was two performances. Oh, wow, I keep yeah. forgetting about that because I just had a bothering mind, but hers was beautiful. Okay, yeah, it on. was really good. Yeah. That's, so the way I planned it this year was I didn't want to... The murder happened in the basement. There's a couple rooms uh, off the basement there. And I didn't want to have people all over. I wanted people to remain in the basement while the murder happened. So what went on was Marge and her boyfriend were, Mm -hmm. their characters were dancing champions. Yeah. They toured all around, giving performances. They were just the best. They're in showbiz, baby. They're the fucking best. So. See your moves at the bar. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So the clock struck whatever time. Once all of our other cues had gone through, we gave them the nod. We set up the speaker and they gave an actually unreal dance performance i taught him how to do the charleston if anybody knows what that step is it's actually really hard and he did it <laughs> on timing he, it took a while like took like two or three tries maybe to get on timing but he did it i think he was just a little shaky to dance in front of people because like that's a pretty big thing you guys were unreal like i was and busy then, trying yeah, to orchestrate i was facilitating a murder while this was happening without anyone like yeah. noticing so that was like a bit, my, my attention was a bit divided I was, like, I was unsure if shocked. I had to dance to the whole song, and then I think we did. No, I cut it out. Oh, thank God. Once I got the nod. that's a song. Yeah, oh, we did the Heads song. Will Roll remix, right? No, A Little Party Never Killed Nobody. Par- yeah, A Little Party Never Killed Obviously. Killed nobody. Which, honestly, nobody picked up on the fact the murder was happening during that. No. Which is kind of hilarious. Yeah. I kind of, ha- like, I didn't know what was happening, because I was just like, okay, I'm about to dance now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I fucking won. I beat everyone's ass. Just kidding. <laughs> Well, I did. Oh fuck! Marge did win. I did. Okay, go on. Sorry. No, that's okay. But um, yeah. So during that performance, what actually happened was um, we had given cues to both the murderer and the victim, and they were waiting in strategic corners of the basement. I had my father, who was dealing blackjack, was instructed to block off and kind of shepherd people away from the one corner, and on the other end, my friend who helped write it was doing the same thing. So. When nobody was looking, I sent the victim back into the back room, who was Chad, and hmm. um, and my other friend, who the writer, sent her boyfriend, who was the murderer, um, back after a series of hand signals and nods and thumbs up and taps on shoulders and things like that. So once I got the nod that it was all good, that's when we kind of wound down the dance performance. Then our my other friend, um, who was playing the part of a Romani traveler who was gate-crashing, um, whipped out her fiddle and gave a sick ass <laughs> fiddle performance just to throw everyone off and, and give adequate time for everyone to come back. It was down. awesome. Yeah. So, but during the fiddle <laughs> performance was um, the cue to be like, "Where's Chad? Where's Chad?" Then we discovered dead Chad. Ah. Yeah. I think that's why I always forgot the fiddle happened, but I do remember it. It just was because there was a lot of things searching. There was a lot of things going on that night. The way I set up this year was like because of the close quarters. Usually, what happens, you're all sitting around a dinner table is when the cues happen. So generally, how I've done it is we all sit down for dinner. You get your first course, your salad course, and you get a cue card that tells you to do something or say something, and that is what helps move the plot forward. So it could be like. Um, in the context of last year, I think, um, one of the characters was a farmer whose pigs, whose cattle had been rustled, okay? So during the dinner, she started to rant and rave about how her cattle had been rustled. That was part of the clue, because there was a series of crimes that had gone on in the town, right, that all tied into the story. So things like that happened. But this year, because it was all fucking crazy and all over the place, and I didn't have that control setting, we had the speeches, and we had a few cues go down there to kind of set the stage. But then everybody was just crowded in the basement and everything, and we had multiple cues, multiple, like, arguments and, like, people talking and, like, people slipping money to people all the time happening. So it just kind of depended on where you were and what you noticed and if you were being observant, um, picking up on, like, these extra little hints that will help you during the investigation. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people were like, this is chaotic. Oh, my God, did I do it right? And it's just like if people were watching, great. If they weren't, that's okay. Mm-hmm. So that's how that happened. And then... 
And you hide things around the place, too? Yes. And then we got to the murder. So mm-hmm. once the murder happens, um, we, depending on the storyline, sometimes I, I break the fourth wall or um, sometimes somebody, like, written into the script, it makes sense for them to do it. This year, I did it. What do you mean, break the fourth wall? So, like, when you were at the party, everyone is in character the whole time, no exceptions, except for me, oftentimes, like, talking to my other collaborators, making sure everything's going good, but, like, you are in character, like, you... Accent in all. Accent, we've had lots of good accents over the years. (laughs) Some of them have morphed um, during the party from all sorts of nationalities, um... But, yeah. We're also going to have an accent episode. I'm excited for that one. Oh, my God. Can I do my fucking Robert De Niro impression? Yes. Yes. Perfect. Okay. Stay tuned, kids. Stay you don't want to miss tuned. that. Stay tuned. I got to write um. it down. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. So, once the murder happens, break the fourth wall, which means I usually step out of character and be like, oh, my God, everyone, a murder has happened. We have the party rules hanging up so everybody knows, like, what to do. Um we all nobody can leave it's just like the game of clue right nobody can leave we need to investigate we need to find the who did this who is the murderer the motive why they did it and what's the murder weapon and in order to find this um investigators who are all guests of the party including the servers are allowed to interrogate whoever they want ask questions and they also have to search for physical clues so i hide physical clues either before the party starts or kind of like during you know other things happening depending on where they're located and the clues are, st- um, they're marked with like a small yellow sticky note to show that they're a clue. If you find, I call it evidence usually actually, if you find evidence um, marked the yellow sticky note, you can like read it, do whatever, examine it, write it down. Everyone has a little notebook that they get. Write it down in your little notebook and then you have to put it back for other people to find. Um, the exception to that is the smoking gun clue. And that's just based off my research of how to write murder mysteries. And I've been doing it for a few years now. It works really well. And the smoking gun clue is basically like, the be-all, end-all of evidence that tells you very more explicitly who did it, um, who's the murderer, and the motive, and sometimes the weapon. So this year I made it a little difficult, and the smoking gun clue was actually like in two parts. You had to find another piece of evidence and put them together. It was a photo ripped in half. It was really sick. But anyway, so once that, (laughs) you send everyone off on their investigation, and I usually just sit and I wait and I watch. The person who was murdered um, is now a ghost, they sometimes I have a white t-shirt usually I forget they just sit there you're not allowed to talk to them um they can't talk to you but they're just like chilling watching stuff happen and then once you find the smoking gun clue you do not have to leave it there you are supposed to take the smoking gun clue you come you find me you tell me you found the smoking gun clue I let people wrap up their investigations give a warning and then we all congregate in the same space and that's when the accusations begin so each character or each character group, meaning like if you're a couple and you're like partnered together, I do that so I don't have to write so many backstories. Um, they make an accusation saying who they think did it and why and the weapon, and we go in the round. And then at the end, um, I usually get the person who found the smoking gun clue to uh, make the accusation last. And then the murderer then confesses and the person who got all three right, generally the person who found the smoking gun clue, wins a prize and then we count the ballots for best dressed and best performance as well and they win gift boxes as well so yeah just so sweet everything about it yeah so that's basically basically Mm -hmm. how how it works how it goes down there's a lot a lot a lot of complicated stuff happening because if you're interested in ready to murder mystery party my suggestion would be to purchase a script online and then modify it to meet your needs or like your friends because when you write them, you have to have a main storyline of what's going on. Mm-hmm. And like just like your general storyline, then you have to have minor storylines because the hardest part is that every single character needs to have a motive. So that's like the most difficult part because you need a bunch of interconnecting storylines that like, you know, weave together explaining, you know, why this person might have done it or why this person might have done it. And that and there has to be like evidence there too, right? And there has to be it has to be convict with some conviction or else everyone's just gonna know who the murderer is right away Mm -hmm. which is no fun so this year was also a little extra special because I I made it really hard this year because last year it didn't um it all kind of went to shit and this year it uh I wanted to challenge people like saying like you know you show up and you fucking pay attention and you have to work for it if you want to win and I knew that Marge was gonna win when I was doing a lap and I saw her on her hands and knees rummaging through the garbage can there was i'll tell you right now there was no evidence in that garbage she hands and knees taking out every single little piece of garbage and examining it i was like this girl 
here is gonna be the winner by the end of tonight. And I fucking did it. And she won. She found the smoking gun clue. Yeah. It was. Great. I was even doing better than my partner, and like we were even paired together. But um, yeah, no, I found all the pieces of evidence. I didn't necessarily read them because I'm not gonna lie, that is a lot of reading for me to do at one time and absorb it all and remember it all. I feel like. You should give the notebooks out at the beginning of the party. Mm, so you can keep track throughout. And maybe that would keep people more in the mood of investigating because they got, mm. like, this little pad and they're, like, you know. That's a good idea. And it gives people more time to, like, also compare and convince others because, like, right before I, like, I literally, it took me, the gears of my brain were twisting until the last second because I found the smoking gun clue, but I had been, my friend and their partner came up to me and they were like oh frick like who do you think it is and i told them and then who? who's uh that? we can believe the you. people who played the fiddles oh yeah a romani yeah and Good then they were like oh well we think it's this person like you gotta change your thing like you're not you're wrong you're wrong and i'm and i was like so i second guess myself and i'm a little bit tipsy too so i'm like Wait, I, what? <laughs> there were so many moving parts. Oh, yeah. And, and like, there was so much evidence. Person. Like, you could convince me of anything. I just have to, I had to really think for it that time. Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is, yeah. every single piece of evidence except for, like, one pointed to other people. Like, every single piece of evidence. Like, you were not going to oh, yeah, figure it out. Oh, yeah, that's why everybody thought it was me. Yeah. Okay, there was also a check with my name yeah. and my partner's name on it for the opposing gang, so like if the rival we, gang check, the yeah. rival gang, what? Yeah, the rival gang rival wrote you wrote you guys a check because yeah. you were performing at their venue, mm-hmm. you were dancing at their venue. Because the were, the yeah. point was yeah. all the minor storylines, like why? So who? So the person who was supposed to be killed was the Tommy Shelby character. Okay, what actually happened was there was a mistake and they killed the wrong person. And they killed Chad. So you had to figure out that the wrong person was killed first of all, and then you know and do all all this investigation, but everyone needs a motive like I said right Mm -hmm. so everyone's motives that they were kind of like everyone's a little bit doing dirty deals with the rival gang and that's you know that was the evidence um you know kind of that was a distraction that was was a red herring for also fun funny fun fact the name of the gangs was the herring bones or herrings for short which I thought was a fun nod to a red herring so Mm, lots of little clues like that I did not know that yeah yeah (laughs) because Red herring, mm-hmm. herrings, wrong person killed. Okay, yep. Mm-hmm, yeah. Cool. But yeah, but no, Marge really, really pulled through, won the gift basket. I spilled wine on the carpet, but like that was my only downside of the night. <laughs> <laughs> the carpet was cheap. Does the owner of the home know? Yes. Oh. I did. The girls told me not to tell her, and I was like, I'm going to tell her. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot. White wine takes it out. Yeah. Plus, no, she told me that the carpet belonged to the person who lived there before. And she just oh, the, you her. mean the one in the basement like the long runner one. Oh yeah yeah no that's fine okay. yeah no, i never told you that yeah i know you did i just forgot mm-hmm. yeah great night it was, a great, it was night. a great night it was very successful um there's a lot of micro managing and like micro engineering moments to make it happen like every single cue because we weren't in a controlled setting um every single cue is dependent on somebody else doing a cue a lot of the time for example it'd be like okay chad's going upstairs so chad had a cue to go upstairs and then Clayton Vanderkock and um, Dad, not my actual father, our friend that we call Dad, had the cue that, or let's go like this. <laughs> Chad had a cue to go upstairs, okay? Then Chad had a cue that, no, Chad had a cue to go up, fuck, okay, just cut out all that out, restarting. Chad had a cue to go upstairs. Clayton Vanderkock had a cue that when Chad goes upstairs, he should go upstairs. Other friend, Dad, not my actual dad, friend we called Dad, had a cue that when Chad goes upstairs, no, he had a cue that when Clayton goes upstairs, then he has to go upstairs. So it's just, like, fully dependent. And then, like, three other people had cues based on that chain of events happening, right? Yeah. So it's just, like, you have to make sure people are, like, paying attention in the right spot and, like, nudging them and being, like, hey. And, like, like in the one situation, it was kind of obvious, but it was also kind of not because it just seemed, because what today, who were, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Tommy so, Shelby. Thomas Shelby. He uh when he moved, five other guys moved with him, it felt like, because he had his gang with him at yeah, all. Yeah, because he was the gang leader and he had gang members. So like you didn't really wanna think that it was him because there was like five of them, but then boom. Yeah. 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 And they also had like they for context when that was happening, 
I never gave the gang members cues. I can't believe to, I like, stuttered that hard. That's, that's okay. <laughs> to like go upstairs because like Tommy Shelley went out for a smoke break during your yeah. performance, right? Mm-hmm. And I didn't even bother telling the gang members because I was like, they're going to get fucking drunk. I didn't even say like, go upstairs, go for a smoke break. I just said, stick close to Tommy Shelby. Yeah. But then the one gang member whom I trust and is a dear friend of mine, Kay, we'll call him. Oh. I put in his cue card, make sure you guys go upstairs for a smoke break when Chad goes upstairs. Oh. See, I had, like, insurance policies for, like, people that I knew would be paying attention really trying really hard to get their keys right versus ones that I didn't trust as much to follow through to a T and be being, like, super, super observant. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, there was a lot of that shit going on for Mm -hmm. sure. Um, Yeah. It was cool. Yeah, it was was a lot of fun. Every, like, reviews. We had music going on all night. Yeah, we had a a 20s-themed playlist. Um, My sister's a musician. Last year she actually came to the venue excuse me and set up her piano and sang and, and played music for us all night mm-hmm. that was really great she was busy this year but um yeah we had music going it was just like a full-on like raging party like everyone everyone's costumes were like out of this world good like i have so many photos you just we just look like it mm-hmm. looks like legitimate party like I from the 20s that i have to make a tiktok this week also I think oh my god yeah yeah do you still have my iphone by the way mm-hmm, i was like okay actually. perfect <laughs> Perfect. No, that's good. I was just couldn't find it the one day, and I was like, "Oh, Jade probably has it." But yeah, we made we made a few TikToks. We set up a my old iPhone that I no longer use because I'm a Google girl <laughs> in the bathroom, and was like, "Okay, like who do you think did it? Like who do you think's gonna get murdered?" And then like who do you think is the murderer? And like people like in private made these like video little confession. Oh fuck, they're funny. Yeah, I can't wait to look at those again. But. Yeah. I wish more people had done them, but that's okay. They're... I didn't pee once the whole night. No, I was going to say. Which is honestly I alarming because like, I drank outside. a decent amount of I wine. I moved it. Like, you know what? We know it for places. next year. Yeah. And there's also, we could I just also just. everybody would go to the bathroom. Yeah, that's a fair assumption for like a six well, hour again, party. <laughs> like Jersey Shore vibes, but like in the 20s. So I thought it would be kind of funny because oh there's God, not so supposed good. to be an iPhone laying around, you know? Yeah, totally. Like, where would they have done it? in the kitchen downstairs they couldn't have done it downstairs when we too much in the open yeah. yeah yeah it's hard to say but no it was just it was Whatever. just very it was a, next year. Yeah. it's a very theatrical performance all around is what it kind of turns out to be and like my original concern for that was like people wouldn't like get into character and like want to act and like for example i had two f- friends come this year flying out from out of province like multiple provinces away like spent a yeah, lot of money to be that there that was fucking dope yeah. after like we, after they're also going to be on the show, but then after you were done talking about Mer- MM, let's go on to the rest of the weekend with them. Okay, perfect. Yeah, yeah. so we'll yeah. call them K and K. Yeah. Female K, we have a male lot of K. K friends. We do have a lot of K friends. Um, uh. But yeah, so K and K. So female K came last year for the party, had an absolute fucking hoot, and was like, I'm coming back every year. Male K, much harder to convince. He's one of my like very best friends, whatever, and I was like, male k this is like my life like you need to come like you don't understand and he actually sold his tickets to a rave to come which is a big deal for male k but anyways he was not convinced he's like i don't understand this part like i'm not an actor like i just don't think like he just i could tell he just wasn't really convinced he was gonna have a good time that man had the time of his fucking life he had so much fun he was so good with his character like and like never done it before very concerned and like he didn't know like he knew most of the people but like Mm-hmm. He didn't know everyone there. Like, most of my friends there, a lot of them were, like, all of us are really close, it's right? Minty. Minty? Yeah. Male K? Mint. Mint vape flavors. K. Yeah. Yeah, okay, Minty. Minty. What should we just call female K? Minty. Mandy? <laughs> <laughs> Minty and Mandy. I love that. I don't know. I don't know anybody named Mandy. Mindy my old Mandy. dance teacher like was cat's names. True. My old dance teacher's name was Mandy. Miss Mandy. Love her. Shout out, Miss Mandy, if you're there. Mm. I love you. Wait, I think I had that teacher too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Little Filipino lady. Oh wait, no. Oh, okay, never mind. Oh, okay, no. I thought you were thinking about Oh, I was thinking about I had a teacher named Mindy. No, Cindy. No. <laughs> I can't think about that right now. I'm on the topic of murder mystery. But yeah, that's fucking, that's about it for Murder Mystery. Like, usually we have really good, like, food and dessert, and this year I had more potluck style because my cook was unavailable, but she did end up being pretty available and came and helped out and stuff, Mm -hmm. so we had people bring in, but, like, I also feel like I should mention there are, um, there are strict rules for Murder Mystery, 
I feel like you have to, though. Otherwise, no, you, do. you have people something. who take advantage of yeah, it. Yeah, people who just are coming to party. And they're don't not care. coming to really care. They're like disrupting the crowd. They're saying vulgar shit. Which you know? was what happened last year. So. And that's not cool. It's not. So, some. <laughs> like, we have like strict rules during ish. But, like, the, my main rules are you need to, like, you get your invite, whatever, of lot ahead of time and it's not even an invite it's an rsvp you have to rsvp yeah and you have to come if you rsvp because i just spent you know months writing a character and whole backstory for you so if you don't show up that's pretty devastating and can ruin the whole storyline right Mm -hmm. so i have that rule and then like you know for some people who are like i don't know if i can make it i'll usually write them like a character or they'll be like a bartender or something that like can't or doesn't necessarily have a story and they can't um participate in the investigation but the other rule is if you fuck up, you get blacklisted. And when I say blacklisted, I mean, like, you are literally never invited ever again regardless of what happens. So in between that, because I had a few very close – what's C's um, – Do I want what's, nickname What's her that? code name? Um, I don't remember her crazy. code Crazy. Just kidding. That might be No, rude. she has one already. Oh. 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 I thought you were talking about the girlfriend. Oh, no, no. uh, I have a... We're trying to think of our other friend's code name. Um, Debbie. Debbie, yeah. So Debbie, last year, um, disappointed me, to say the least. Got too fucked up in a pub crawl. Shout out to Debbie. Shout out, Debbie. You earned it. You worked it off. But, like, Debbie did not show up last year. Delicious food this year. I mean, Debbie, how... (laughs) helped cook yeah debbie did a lot handled <laughs> a lot of the cooking this year um that was great but anyways last year debbie did not show up because she got too fucked up in a pub crawl and like puked and passed out so that really fucked me over um and then another friend of mine will call him dandy <laughs> he was a couple hours late because he was working at the farm and he was like i literally didn't have an option it was my dad and i'm just like um that's not really my problem dandy you <laughs> fuck things up so dandy and debbie this year were on probation so what that means is honestly i should have blacklisted debbie there then and there but she is like one of my best friends so i feel like that might she be she had a chance to she i gave her redemption shot redeem herself yeah and so her redemption this year was she was a server um she did not have an actual character or backstory i gave her like a little mini backstory but she still like had an accent i think oh yeah she she was still like in the theme right so debbie and dandy had to be servers i also had other servers and let me tell you, Debbie put in that work. Um, to add insult to the injury, um, Minty and Mandy's characters were the restaurant owners. And because they were not super pleased about the whole speakeasy situation happening in their basement, um, they decided to take their uh, frustration out uh, by, through, I should say, abusing the servers. So they were specifically instructed to be assholes to Debbie and Dandy the whole night, which really just brought it home for me. No, so they... I honestly did not notice that. I did not <laughs> no, they, yeah, I wrote that in. I was like, you just have to just oh be fucking assholes. God, so poor Debbie was just sprinting around the she venue. She was freaking working hard. <laughs> oh, oh my God, why? Debbie was, I've oh yeah. i that girl so hot too. Oh my God, yeah, spring in her fucking right, step. Pure desperation, yeah. just sprinting around. No, my, my dream drinks were coming to me lickety split you could be a fucking server my friend yeah debbie you, 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 could, you could get in that last, business last case scenario it's not a bad business no pays good did. yeah so anyways so debbie and dandy honestly dandy worked not really hard at all but like whatever um we'll let it slide his transgression was way more less significant i should say than um debbie's so debbie worked off her debt and she is not blacklisted. However, after last year's fiasco of a party, I think I blacklisted five people. Um, some of them are my very close friends that I see to this day, and they will never be invited ever because they didn't show up. Um, two of them were servers. And so the deal with the party is if you want to join the party, if you want to be in on it, you have to serve for one year, which means you show up, you're a little bitch the whole time. You do not have a character. You do not have a backstory. All you do is just be everyone's bitch. And then you get to participate in the investigation. Like last year, um, our servers, or two years ago, our servers actually won. They won the party. They like, did, yeah. So, um, so you can participate in the investigation and do that, but like you're just like a little bitch all night. But we get people to bring real money and tip you. Nobody ever does, but whatever. I try. 
Anyways, so that's the deal. And then once you serve for one year, the next year you get a character. And then usually, like, when you get a character, you're in a character group. And then if you prove yourself, you work up to maybe having, like, a main character. But, like, it's it's hard to say. Mm-hmm. So that's the way it works. So last year I had two people who were like, yep, I'll serve. I want to do it. And they just straight up didn't show, like, at all. Like, I was, like, it was the party was happening. I'm like, where are they? Yeah. So our other two servers worked hella hard. They did great. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, so that's an example of why someone would be blacklisted. Um, you don't want to be blacklisted. You don't want to be on the blacklist. You don't. Because then you have to write a five-minute-long, I'm sorry, apology. And yeah. We don't care. We don't. I don't care. An <laughs> apology. Like, for example, one person that I had blacklisted last year for using slurs during the party, um, I, I, like, had reached out and said, you know, I'm really, like, disappointed. Like, this was this was not cool. And they apologized and, like, a really, like, nice long apology. And I was, like, nice. Like, I really appreciate that. I'm no longer – I no longer have any, like, anger for this person. But, like, you're still blacklisted. Yeah. Like, you're not getting – you're not – you can't fuck there's up rules. that bad. There's and rules. break the rules, there's consequences. One of my rules is quite literally no slurs. Like, that is a own rule. And I was, like, I don't care what decade we're, pretra- like, pretending it is. You do not say slurs. Yeah. And so, you know what? They broke the rule. They are blacklisted. I don't hate them by any means. I appreciate their apology, but, like, they're not coming back. I'm sorry. Like, this is a big deal. I put a lot of time and effort into this, and if you can't respect that and respect the people in the room, you're out. You're done. Chop Cut tender, off. Chop your neck. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> chop your neck. Neck. <laughs> That's what happened to Chad this year because she was the one murdered via razor blade of course for my Peaky Blinder fans shout out in the bleak midwinter uh-huh, that was part of the evidence plug okay <laughs> it was awesome okay but yeah I don't know what else I can say about murder mystery I feel like that covers a lot of it um, yeah no I had a blast I had a great time great experience mm-hmm. can't wait for next year this year oh. was perfect last year was fun for me but I didn't realize like as another person who doesn't really know what's going on I didn't realize when shit was going on that wasn't supposed to i literally that's the thing that fucked everyone up nobody could tell because people that were the most minor of characters decided to start making up their own storylines and when we were sitting around the table when people confusing (laughs) yeah it was so literally nobody won last year like nobody figured it out nobody like there's pieces of evidence that literally weren't even found like it was just a disaster for example there's one instance in the night where i was standing up on my chair because somebody else was standing up on their chair, and I don't know why, but I thought maybe she had a cue to do this and start something, and then instantly nobody else was, so I just sat down silently, and I realized that, okay, this this bitch has been going off about all this shit, and it doesn't mean anything, Yeah. and I've been trying to invest myself in it, Yeah. and I'm wasting my fucking time. Yeah, because it's confusing. It was confusing. It's just like, because the second you get to the party... Everything that happens is part of the party, right? Like, people will be like, oh, this person, like, maybe you'll get a thing like, oh, you know, Joe's mad at fucking Rob because of XYZ, and they're going to be pissy with each other, and they might bring it up a few times, but that's part of the story, right? Mm-hmm. Like, nobody goes off on a tangent or does anything noticeable unless it's part of the story. So when people start doing that, it totally fucks everything up because the storylines get confused, right? Like, they mm-hmm. get additions that don't make sense, and then you effectively can't figure out who the murderer is because that beginning part with the cues with things happening not the physical evidence but with cues mm-hmm. are usually integral to figuring out you know uncovering maybe not necessarily the murderer but the motive mm-hmm. so yeah it's it's a it's a big it's a big um commitment, commitment and it's mm-hmm. a big thing and there's a lot of moving parts and as long as everyone, like, and also, I would like to say, if you're interested in hosting your own murder mystery, you don't have to be a fucking sicko like me and make it a million times harder. I like doing it that way. I like micromanaging every single little fucking detail. I like writing this entire thing out for months. And then I like sitting in the middle of the fucking room and I just sit there and I drink my wine and I look around and everyone is playing out exactly as I fucking wrote it. And it is just beautiful. And let me tell you, there's nothing more satisfying than that moment when it all just works out and it clicks. And it's just like, I made that happen, baby. Like, I'm a fucking genius. So, yeah. But you can also just, like, be chill with it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Not uh, for me, but, like, teach their own. The the funny thing is, one of the things you said, like, the weekend after our crazy time, because we went on a bender for two days. We did. Three days. Caught COVID. Caught COVID. Rip. So, one of those days, 
you were you sat me down and you're like you know what I've realized this year and I was like what and you're oh. said, I don't even really care if people have fun at my murder yeah. mystery party how did you say it you're like no, I don't give a fuck if people have a good time that's not what why just, I do it I'm just happy to see my vision plan, my vision yeah. in executed play out in front of me yeah that's yeah. what you said yeah that was a realization I had I was just like and people that's a were great like thing too because that means that we all as a crew we fucking did it this year yeah like that I was so fun. I don't design any part of that with people's enjoyment in mind like I do when I don't you know what I mean? like I hire a drag queen why did I hire a drag queen did I think that it would be great and super fun yeah but did I literally a hundred percent do it because I wanted to make my conservative male friends uncomfortable Yes, that's why I did it. You know what I mean? Like, with the fun, <laughs> yeah. with the fun part. It's just we like people like- have fun because they're drinking and eating and like acting and getting dressed up in costume. People have fun because of that. But I don't give a fuck if people have fun. I give a fuck if people follow my instructions and execute my vision. Mm-hmm. And it's fun to do that. It is fun. It's just fun by by coincidence. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also like I, I like I enjoy comedy. I enjoy engineering these things, right? So it's just like, I specifically, my dad is a comedian. I specifically write things out knowing like, that'll be funny. That person will make that funny. Like I do like, like funny moments, but not just like, it's like to provide an overall enjoyable experience. And also people know that I'm so fucking crazy about this at this point. They're terrified to do something wrong. Yeah. So that's great. I love that. Yeah. You've built yourself up. Yeah. I've earned my reputation. Mm Mm-hmm. Started from the bottom, now what? Yeah. yeah, I would like to say my first year, the meal I served was um, spaghetti with spaghetti sauce and no meat. <laughs> that was what everyone ate. It That's was hilarious. Fair. Everybody loves spaghetti sauce. And yeah, yeah, it was oh, a great geez. time. But um, I will say one last thing. Next year, working theme, early 2000s reality TV. Woo! I'm excited for that one. I'm excited for the characters. I think it will bring me joy. Yeah. Because it will be right up everybody's alley. It'll be fucking perfect. Yeah, exactly. I need to start watching reality TV, though, because I kind of hate it. Should but you start watching Jersey Shore? You can't I hate. don't know if I could stomach that. I honestly, honestly like, I can't even stomach, I can barely stomach, no, I can't stomach. What is that show on, oh, fuck, Too Hot to Handle? Oh, I can't even stomach Too Hot to Handle. Worse. Is it? Yeah. Okay, okay. No, I, I like, I like you. New Housewives. No, Jersey Shore is a lot or more real housewives. because, realer, realer. <laughs> Because it's not just cameras like on them all the time. There's cameras like in the house that they live. So like oh, you get like back. Big Brother vibes. Yeah, Big Brother vibes. Oh, okay. Those are like the reality. I like. I hate all the new reality TV shows this year, unless it's like How to Reno Your House. Yeah. Or how to like. Yeah. I don't know. Do anything. But I'm now it's just like I feel like reality TV these days is just like oh I want to get famous on Instagram and I want to promote my OnlyFans like, so I'm, I'm going on a reality TV tic- show or keep making TikTok dances past the age 35. So don't ask. I can't. I won't. Yeah, literally. It's just like, mm. I gotta be an influencer of some sort. Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> literally, it's just like, oh, it is a girl that has the same fucking face as every single girl with over 20,000 followers on Instagram. And let me tell you, it, it's the nose job, it's the fucking lip fillers and the cheek and the make, like, eyelash extensions and the whatever. Yeah, and because, like, fashion is such a thing these days, they're all wearing the exact same thing because they are all determined to be in style in yeah now. literally and so like yeah i guess fashion of course is like definitely flourished let's talk about fashion after me i love fashion but um i'm purple yeah that is your color i'm green actually that's my color yeah i love that mm-hmm. they match well together but but yeah. yeah no i think i think it'd just be really funny i think there'd be a lot of drama also, I've done, like, significant period pieces two years in a row now. Like, last year was Old West, 1890s. This year was 1920s. Decorating for those two things were very hard. Like, finding a, a venue that would fit that aesthetic was really hard. Like, last year, the venue was $2,500. Everyone chipped in, of course. But um, it's just difficult to emulate that. So, to do something contemporary again, but with still, like, a twist, would be um, a lot easier logistically. Mm-hmm. And also, there is a fun uh, venue rental in um, around our city that I've been pushed to rent. It's very expensive, but it's if people very are expensive. Down, but people are fucking. It's down. a mansion. It's so. a beautiful fucking mansion. With but it's pool, like a sauna, outdated, kind of like box. a little like ratchet in some places, which would be perfect oh for God, early two thousand. In the basement with checkerboard flooring. Is there? Oh my yeah, God! I can no. hire the drag queen again. Mm-hmm. I wonder if she oh, does. Oh, you pull. can hire me. I'll do it. <laughs> 
Okay, now you're doing it for fucking free. I'm going to be a dance free. champion for the rest of my life. <laughs> Every <laughs> single murder mystery, Jade, dance champion. Dance this champion. year, stripper. <laughs> Next year, ballroom. Yeah. The year oh after that, God. fucking uh, 80s, salsa. like, go. Oh, salsa. Yeah, let's do Spamash. Oh, my God. I love that oh, idea. God. So many good ideas. Honestly. I actually have the perfect dress for that. Oh. When the year comes. Flamenco. Flamenco. Is it flamenco? Flamenco. Yeah, flamenco. 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 Oh, second guessing. I don't guessing. know if it's an E or an A. It's spelled with an E. I don't know what the pronunciation is, though. I'm not a, I'm not a skilled in Spanish I'll, I'll, linguistics. Yeah, I know. I know. Baños. Oh, chica. Chica, chico. Chica, chico. I've been to Spain. I, um, but I was in Catalonia, so I... That doesn't make a difference. I don't know Catalonian and I don't know Spanish, so it really doesn't matter. But um, yeah, Have Spanish don't know anything about it, um, yeah, other than what I've retained from Dora. Mm-hmm. But yeah, <laughs> that'd be a fun theme. So many fun theme ideas. That's the thing. It's also like, who doesn't love a themed party? You know what I mean? I love to dress up for we, parties. Like, right? If there's even a little bit of a theme, you bet your ass I'll be fucking duct taped. Even like shit. our Christmas party last year. What was it? Christmas themed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, was there more? Of it? Like some more people didn't. Some people didn't dress up. What did I wear? Some I people did. Think I was. Then I or fucking fuck bleep. Chad and I both wore variations of black sequin sparkly dresses and then like light up like Christmas earrings oh, yeah, and shit. Fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. just like that kind. It's of, just like you know, it was more fun that way. Mm-hmm. Everyone loves a good themed party. If you have to host something. And it's not family related and it could just be kind of like anything. Make it a theme. Give it an objective. Make it fun. Because frankly, people these days, too often it just gets into like, oh, we just go and we just fucking sit there and drink. That's really fun. Those are great. Those are great informal events. But if you are legitimately wanting to host and like do something fun and activity with your friends, maybe some of your friends don't drink. Have a fucking theme. Start with your birthday. That's what I'm going to start doing. Themed parties on your birthday? Yeah. I just wasn't oh, really a big planner this year. I probably am not going to ever be a big planner, but... I'll plan a themed birthday for you. I think that'd be fucking sick. I gotta sick. start small, I think, but I think I could think of something. Oh my god, I already know what I want to do for my birthday. I can't have a themed birthday. My birthday is right after Halloween, so therefore it usually gets zero attention from me because I'm too busy planning murder mystery, but... Well, um, we could still have, like, a dress-up theme. That's easy enough to do. I was thinking, like, a video game-themed party would be really fun. I saw the cutest Minecraft costumes in the dance books the other day. See, I love that. Yeah. I could dress up. I've always wanted... A moosh. I've always wanted to do, like, a fucking cosplay of, um, the... What's the female character's name in Assassin's Creed Revelation? No, is it Revelations? Whatever Assassin's Creed game takes place in victorian england with the gangs i love gang shit honestly yeah have you noticed that about me i love gang shit they're kind of hot we do have a lot in our city they're kind of hot just kidding (laughs) (laughs) yeah i was gonna say i might have to uh part ways with you on that yeah no i'm just but like gang stuff in general like that's my favorite one of my favorite video games Mm -hmm. i love any like fucking um gang related movie movie, like the godfather goodfellas any what's the fucking director's name again i'm blanking right now scorsese scorsese films love them robert de niro literally at i'm 23 years old i would have sex with that man he's fucking like 79 i would literally fuck that guy i would fuck that guy i would and my boyfriend would be fine with it because it's fucking robert de niro you know like i just he's so sexy i love him i love him i hope one day maybe you can fuck him he'll probably be dead like in a few years but well robert de niro if you're fucking hearing this do i have a woman for you yeah if you're (laughs) fucking hearing this robert de niro a 23 year old honestly self-described pretty okay looking gal would suck your dick so here you go heard it straight from the lips themselves yeah juju (laughs) coming in with a body ready for robert de niro we'll tell you her real name if you i'll tell you my real identity i'll plan a murder mystery for you yeah. i'll die in it if you want i'll do whatever you want yeah you Anything. can play the Say killer the oh i would not i would not have kill- and then you guys can have furious ferocious sex later i love the thoughts <laughs> of that my okay. boyfriend might want to be in on that too honestly That's okay. the sex part more than welcome the more the merrier the more the merrier especially if it's your boyfriend and it's another sexy guy True. What's not to love? What's not to love? Okay. I feel like we've already talked for like an hour right now. Holy fuck. 
So maybe wrap this up and we can continue the rest of these topics another time. Sure. Yeah. Works for me. Okay. Well, thank you so much for being on the show, Juju. I love this chat conversation that we had and I hope to see you again soon. I'm sure I'll be around. We yeah. do live in the same home. I was going to just say that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a possibility we I'll be back. We live together, so we ain't leaving, actually, this spot for probably the next hour or two. Yeah. Also, if you want a murder mystery written for you about your friends or a specific theme, uh, let me know. I'll fucking do one up. I wrote another one this year for a company, so mm. I can do it. She can do it. I can bang those things out like nobody's business. Crackers. Yeah. Okay. okay, thanks well, everyone for listening to me talk about my passion in life. <laughs> my only true passion. Hope y'all have a great fucking day. Maybe I'll insert a beat of the wheat. A beat of the week. Fuck. Beat of the weeds. Maybe not. Maybe. We'll see. Adios, amigos. Ciao. Ciao. Ooh. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bye bye.